0: Today is a life day and I really want to talk about just like my actual situation, how it, it causes all kinds of problems and what all comes around to this. So if this intro is already sounding like a little bit depressing or whatever and you're just like, uh, go ahead, wait for the next one or go listen to an older one. yeah let's go into a little bit of a backlog so i haven't had a bank account since 2008 um and i say that i mean like an official you know like when you go into a bank and you have a bank um i did get a chime and cash app card and we'll go a little bit more into that later but for me um, bitcoin and cryptocurrency and even before that, online onion currency has always been a big deal of my life because like i i need it to get money, I need it to use it, I I need it for everything. It's like, if it's not cash on hand, it's some form of online currency. And with um, so much going on, like with the Feds doing quantum easing, where they're actually printing uh, money for what they believe they'll need in the future, uh, that kind of points some fingers and, and thoughts in my mind that makes me want to talk more about that, and I will in a bit. So... What you really need to know is, um, if it wasn't for crypto, I couldn't do half the stuff that I do today. I wouldn't know known half the stuff I know today. And being, being the first person to actually publicly mine on mobile devices and get mobilized, um, systems for ASICs and other things and getting computers online through mobile lines without using, um, you know, the hotspot feature on a phone, even before there was a hotspot feature on a lot of common phones. I mean, I've been doing a lot in this space, and sometimes not getting noticed is the hardest thing. Alright, so first off, I want to just kind of go into, okay, I think it was like 2018, I got a a Chime card and and a Cash App card, and Cash App started doing the Bitcoin thing, and before cash app started in the bitcoin thing i literally had no use for my my, my cash app card absolutely none and then now this year 2020 they they started doing the whole it's an actual bank account stimulus check and stuff and so i tried to apply and everything i got denied my stimulus check by the government um at first they told me oh well you got denied because your your wife and you are filing married but separate okay that doesn't make sense and then a different time the IRS told me, oh, well, we don't have a reason to um, deny you, but you're denied. So, really, I don't really know why I'm denied. But ever since I tried to get my stimulus check or whatever, um, my cash app is no longer, I can't even use it. I'm not allowed to make any transactions, not allowed to receive anything, not allowed to send anything, not allowed to do anything with Bitcoin, stocks, anything. I've completely lost the ability to have a chime account I mean not chime but Cash App account. And like just before that, like earlier in January and February, I was having basically the same thing, same issue with my chime. The Chime card wasn't letting me use it. the um, only thing I could do was go to like Walmart and, and put money onto it. It wasn't allowed to use it, wasn't allowed to suspend it, wasn't allowed to accept anything. And the funny thing is the same day Cash App locked me out of Cash App, Chime opened up my account back up. This is really confusing. What the heck is going on? But yes, now I can't use Chime again. Um, And I finally got into my Fold account again. So Fold has replaced my uh, Cash App almost completely. I can't buy Bitcoin with it. I can't basically do my spot markets like I was. And who knows, that might even be one of the reasons why Cash App has, has kicked me out. Like I've basically taken zero dollars and I've made a few hundred dollars off of Cash App buying and selling Bitcoin by putting Bitcoin on it through Bitcoin deposits and then selling and then between January of 2020 and the time I got I got locked out of my account here in April um I basically spilled all of my Bitcoin to them so thousands of dollars just kind of went out the door to stay afloat because I lost my job in January and I needed to pay phone bills I needed to do this I needed to keep this going um and then in February of this year, the state of Oklahoma took one of my, my last remaining businesses. Oh my gosh, what am I supposed to do now? I Now I no longer own a business. I no longer can use uh, Cash App to do my, my, my spot market trading, which I was making good money off of that. I was like, oh, if I could keep doing that, I could keep making money. But now I can't. So I'm looking for a new way to do spot market trading without KYC because I hate KYC. As you can see, every time I do KYC, the state of Oklahoma comes in and takes me away, takes it away from me. So that that's my future goal is another episode of Find a Place where I can do spot market buy and sells by using Bitcoin to get, you know, with Bitcoin in order to uh, regain my ability to do on active tradings. So right now... Um, Cash uh, Chime is my only bank account right now and I'm still surprised that they even let me use it, you know but I'm using it while I can I guess. So um, why Fold? Why is Fold so great? So Fold, I can basically buy gift cards and use them on Fold and I buy gift cards with Bitcoin through uh, Coincards.com which is uh, one of the sponsors of this podcast today and I'll get into that in a bit but um, Fold allows me to use them on there at certain places, and I can get them with Bitcoin as well. And I can like get ones from one place, put it on there, use it there, and get Bitcoin back for all my purchases. So that's a huge difference for me. And I do have Pay set up on my Chime card, so when I use my Chime card, I actually get ca- I get Bitcoin back, and that's pretty cool. But it all remain all remains back down to the boiling point of well, you pretty much need cash to do a lot of that. All right, so you heard about the accounts, but I want to talk about the whole quantum easing. Now, quantum easing and quantum tightening has been done in America before. So quantum easing is when the the government allows for a mass printing of dollar bills, normally $100 bills, to be honest. And so that has happened before. I think 2008 was the last time it happened. Now, quantum tightening has happened one time. And that's actually where they don't delete any bills. They don't burn any bills because they burn bills every year. Um, but any bill they burn, they have to reprint uh, f- a fresh bill for that. So that's not considered anything. That's considered uh, exchanging of old to new bills. But Quantum Tightening, I, I think it was done in 2012 or 2010. And they actually went through their debt book. They went through the Book of debts in America. And like, okay, this... This company owns us tons of money. This company owns us tons of money. This company owns tons of money. And they just deleted debt off the books. Yeah. Deleted debt off the books. Now, there is another way Quantum Titan can be done. And it has nothing to do with printing bills, printing money. But they actually go into the credit log of what's allowed for banks to uh, issue as fresh credit. And they can increase that. Which, that's been done multiple times. And... What that does is they say it offsets the difference between debt and credit. So, okay, they did that just like 2018. 2018, they did quantum tightening by offsetting the debt-to-credit ratio for bankers and banks. And banks were basically allowed more daily credit revenue. So this is money that doesn't exist. It's all digital, but it's not the digital dollar or anything like that. It's just the record books, the ledgers, okay, so if you have a ledger that says maximum entries 222, well, in 2018, the government said, okay, you can make a maximum entries of, you know, 250, and if your ledger had a max uh, bill, like it couldn't go over $2 trillion, they went, oh, you know what, you can go up to $4 trillion now, so, okay, so that's what they did in 2018, and... Um, You don't hear that called quantum tightening very often, but technically that is what it is. And the official quantum tightening where they actually remove debt off the records, that was done, I believe, in 2012 or 2010. And so if the government has ways of doing um, increased value of different situations and scenarios and things, they they can either remove debt from companies' uh, ledger or, you know, that they can go all the way down to, okay, I owe this... Joe Blow 20 bucks. They could actually go in there and say, No, you don't owe Joe Blow anything, it's gone, it doesn't exist. You know, and Joe Blow would be a company or um, a bank or something like that. And but what they actually do is they go through and they say, Okay, Chrysler, you had a debt to this bank and another facility, we're going to remove that debt. You no longer own either one of those companies, you don't own nothing, you're good. And then they go to those companies and say, Okay, look. Um, cross doesn't owe you anything, so the amount of money they owe you are going to give you in credit allowance. Now you have more money. Uh, you don't actually have more money, but that's how it's looked at. If they could do that, and they have done that, why do they need to print the trillions upon trillions of dollars? Why are they going, okay, we need to look 50 years in advance, and we need to print the dollar cash bills that we're going to need for the next 50 years now? I'll tell you, my point of view of it is pretty simple okay the federal reserve just announced earlier in 2020 that they were getting ready to roll out the digital dollar and this is a crypto type currency it's not actually crypto technology backed it is its own form of currency that is pegged to the one dollar u.s. dollar per bill so if you had a million of these you'd have a million dollars if you had a million digital dollar, you'd have one million U.S. dollar in value online. So you can't get people to onboard to that while the news is going around saying, cryptocurrency is bad, Bitcoin is bad, look at my narrow, it's evil, people use it for this and drugs and scams. Because then no one would get onto the digital dollar. And they might not want to go in there and and put in certain notices that they can put in to make companies shut up and not be able to talk about things because then that would help spread the adoption of cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin, something that government can't control. So if they hyperinflate the the actual U.S. dollar, they can blame it on cryptocurrency like Bitcoin and get people to force people to onboard and on-ramp the digital dollar. Let me look at it this way. Let me say, well, let me say it this way. The government said in two thousand nineteen, we are not going to remove debt off the books anymore, and that was a common way to bail out companies. Com- uh, you know, Chrysler says, "Hey, look, uh, I can't get my parts manufactured because I owe the manufacturer two trillion dollars." So. Government comes in and says, okay, remove that off the record. You no longer owe them two trillion million. They go to that place and they say, okay, look, we're going to give you two trillion million in credit, online digital credit, through your bank. No loan, no nothing like that. You don't got to pay it back. It's yours. Cross <laughs> it out you nothing. They say, okay, done. And they're not doing that no more, apparently. Apparently, that's something they're trying to stray away from. So, hyperinflating the dollar is... The next way to get businesses on board into digital dollar. Think about it like this, okay? Use the examples I've already said, and then you you own a company where you have to figure out how to pay your employees. You know, let's say out of all the business, you know, the the branches and and things you have, including the CEO yourself and your employees, you have a a yearly uh, expenditure that you have to make to pay these people. um, Let's say uh, five billion dollars okay and if you don't know what company I'm talking about that actually has to pay their employees including CEO five billion dollars you might want to go look that up because five billion dollars is a lot of money okay the Fed just printed trillions upon trillions of dollars the actual value of the dollar did go down even more like it's already been down quite a bit and we could say almost zero for quite a few years now I think about six seven years so Basically, they're going to need more of those bills, more of that credit to pay their employees, especially since everybody wants a, a, bon- a bonus and uh, they want raises and CEO wants all that too. And they want to receive bonuses and stuff. And they've already been caught buying back their own shares for uh, CEO bonuses and stuff like that. So what do you do? Well, unless you're Microsoft or unless you're Apple, and you have you know 136 billion dollars cash on hand, you can't. Unless you have a credit of you know, you know at least four billion to pay that two billion, or I said five billion. I think it was five billion. You're gonna need about, you're gonna need one third more of whatever it is you have to yearly pay to ensure that you can make these payments. And not be subsidized by the banking system. And what I mean by that is like basically when these companies, they, they're talking tons of money. You get over the the $1 billion marker or the one, I think it's a, like $300 million marker actually. Then if you have, you know, you'll lose that amount that you have to spend in every year. Say, you know, like, okay, earlier we were talking about $5 billion to pay off employees. Okay, they spend more than that every year besides employees, their expenditure for the year is probably closer to $10, $11 billion. So if their bank account dips below that, they get charged. And they could lose their banking uh, with that bank because the bank knows they don't have enough money to pay for the rest of the year. And they can't handle their expenditures. So that's a lot of times when the bank goes to the company and says, okay, you either got to shut stuff down, you're going to have to pay stuff back right now, or you're going to have to get rid of debt to offset your debt-to-credit ratio. So we know you can afford to pay everything you've got to pay this year. And I think in America, it's, on most companies, it's an average of like 36 to 48% increase of expenditures per year. So printing the, the 12, what $12 trillion isn't nearly enough to make these different differences. And so they would have to go in and either remove debt or adding credit back to the ledgers for the banks to be able for the banks to be able to back these other companies and so hyperinflating the dollar bill makes a lot more sense you get a lot of cash on hand so we can immediately start paying people little bits of money that might assist them for a little bit and by the time it gets to a point where companies are starting to tell their employees we can't pay you a cash check you have to accept credit only well there are some people like me who can't accept credit And so I'm like, well, I can't do that. So then they go, well, we can't pay you. What happens next? Lawsuits, you know, more expenditures. Well, now that company now has incentive to get onto the digital dollar. Because they could go, well, what if we got you on the digital dollar? You get a digital dollar card and, and we do it that way. Now, you don't have to have a bank. You don't have to have credit leasing or anything like that. What if we do that? Well, there's a lot of people going to say yes. I mean, honestly, if that was offered to me, I probably would say yes just because it's either don't get paid or get paid in that situation. I need to get paid. I could still go to an ATM. I could cash out cash. Okay. I could still go to Walmart. I could get cash back. Yeah. Okay. So there's a reason for it. Totally a reason. And if you weren't paying attention, in 2019, 2018, 2017, Uh, companies started getting more and more to being able to do full electronic transactions. And in 2019, almost all of your food companies started pushing out very hard every piece of technology and equipment they needed to, to do touchless service. Yeah, so I'm going to leave that there for you because if you don't understand how a touchless service was needed now in 2020 why would they how would they know that in 2019 well project 201 So much of people's personal life right now has just been kind of ruined. And like with me, my life didn't really have to change for all this. The only time my life really changed was in January when I lost my job. And I had to figure out how am I going to use Bitcoin for everything. And if it wasn't for Coincards.com, I don't know how I would have done it. I mean, in case you're wondering, today's outro is sponsored by Coincards.com. So if you're on Anchor right now, just go ahead and click your, the button on your screen where it says Coincards.com. Or if not, just go to your web browser and type in Coin. Cards.com, and go ahead and get a digital gift card today use your bitcoin use your crypto use however you need to to get it try it out and really see how coincards.com is going to help you in this time of need